Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Introducing a new incarnation of world-renowned spiritual teachings, Higher Balance Dojo. Dojo is Higher Balance's latest digital training membership. Inside the Dojo studio, you'll find loads of curated content, handpicked and organized to help you learn the most important lessons and techniques that are guaranteed to bring about spiritual transformation initiate real mystical experiences, and inspire you to reach ever-increasing new heights on your journey to spiritual awakening. Sign up for a $1 trial to Higher Balance Dojo now and experience it for yourself by visiting hbidojo.com. That's h-b-i-d-o-j-o.com. In this clip, Eric shares a technique that empowers you to push away the heavy projections of consciousness that affect you, and how to project a higher tonal of consciousness to those you love and wish great things upon. Enjoy this session as Eric walks through these techniques with you. To see more and get a link to access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash EJP session 23. Let's start off with, uh, you know, I'm trying to gate, you know, we, I always get these kind of things to talk about and then I never do them, but it keeps the staff busy. I don't know. Or I'm just a pain in the ass to, to work for probably, probably that, but in either case, what I want to do with you guys today is, um, I want you to get a pen and paper and I want you to write down on that pen and paper, two names. The first name is going to be somebody that you really dislike that is somehow affecting your life and you kind of just want to push them away. Now, if you don't have somebody like that in your life, more power to you. Okay. So you guys can just kind of decide or just listen to the process and make an imaginary person while we're ready. So you're not really going to harm them because I'm trying to show you how to do things in a correct way. Okay. And then the second person, I want it to be someone that you you genuinely would care about or love or would want wonderful things to happen for or that you'd like to build a connection with, okay? So have those two names in mind. I'll give you a few seconds to kind of consider that. So... A couple things I, I want to explain before we go through this, this exercise, okay, that the most critical thing that I could stress to you for, our, for success versus failure, okay, is that when you, and this is going to be a little maybe difficult to kind of remember, so practice makes perfect, okay, but whenever you are dealing with someone mentally or projecting yourself or you want to convey a certain vibration towards, okay, you want to communicate to their chest center. 
not necessarily the heart, not the emotional center, but an intelligence like I tried to teach you guys, that there's three intelligences here, chest, and then like you're just below your belly button, kind of like what women call, you know, uh, gut instinct, if you will. So always, it's always about this chest center, about maybe your whole hand with kind of this area. And it's, it's an emotional center. It's an intelligence center. So whenever you convey a will or an interest or a desire, nine times out of 10, most people on a psychic level or a spiritual level will see that person, but they convey it to them like you're talking to them three-dimensionally. And that means failure. It means failure at projecting your interest or it's dramatically watered down. It's not the correct medium to be broadcasting information to or an interest or a desire. Does that make sense? The correct thing to pick up telepathically, mentally, spiritually, call it whatever you want, is the tool that's designed to communicate on that level. When you get a feeling or a funny vibe or you kind of get feel the hair stand up on the back of your neck, you don't necessarily just feel it here. That comes after. You actually feel it in your chest center. If you can pay attention fast enough, you'll be like, whoa, there it is. So what we want to do is to, when we direct something towards someone, you almost want to talk to them as if you're talking to their chest or projecting at their chest, whatever your intent is, okay, versus to their face. Like we would talk to somebody or argue with somebody or tell somebody we love them or like them. We would lick them in the eyes. We want, to, we want that facial contact. It, this goes against all your instincts to move it towards the chest center. But that's like saying, you know, you, you want to, you know, con communicate with somebody with a cell phone and then you start writing a letter or you pick up a pen. Wrong tool for the, for the, for the job. Similar but not correct tool. And that's how you have to look at it. So you kind of got to get in that, that sense of, of chest centeredness. The more that you learn about chest centeredness, the more effective your skill level is going to go. It, it actually double, okay, for results in, in the direction you want. It's like, it's huge. So having said that, the second thing is, is that I want you, when I, when I start talking about kind of pushing them, okay, uh, at some point you're going to do a, a kind of a, a hand gesture pushing out and you're going to push them right into chest. Like you're going to become like this great Kung Fu master. Okay. And you're going to be doing your, your Kung Fu stuff and see yourself Kung Fu. And let's say they're right in front of you. You're going to kind of move forward and you're going to hit with an open hand. Open hand is very, 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 very important. It's what we take with and it's what we push with. So, so mentally it's a very strong projector through a mental communication, just like when we have the sword and we want to cut, there is no sword, but because we understand the concept of the sword, it has a design, a feeling and an intent. It's like all pre-programmed in there. So we don't have to think about the details. We just think about the action and the feeling, the communication of emotion jumps in and does its job for us. It fills in the details. Same thing with, with moving through the cords. We think of cords grabbing us like ropes, restraining us. It's something that we don't necessarily want because it's, it's clinging to us, trying to tie us down. So when we have negative people, we want to get rid of vibration. We think about cutting those cords, but there really is no cords. The cords are a symbol, okay, a metaphor of, of what to tell the mind emotionally because the universe only understands things that are on an empathic or an emotional base. 
When you feel a thing, why do we say we feel it? We sense it. We get this kind of knowing. It's not words. It would tell you. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say that. You'd be like, oh, yeah, it just told me it wants a ham sandwich. But instead, you feel a ham sandwich. You, you get this, like, what, what, what am I feeling? What if it, oh, my God, I, I, I think it's a ham sandwich. Yeah, it's a ham sandwich. So you're completing the feeling you're getting. And you're, you're addressing the information. So it was sent to you in a, a method that can travel ethereally. Do you understand? Words or how we think in our head with vocals cannot project with, with a, a, in the air. It's like computer-wise, it's, it's not able to convey on that system. But empathetic feelings and emotion, it's like they were designed to be projected. So this is why we feel things or sense things. Or get a, get a knowing. What's that knowing? It always comes down to a feeling. Everything comes down to a feeling, and you're trying to figure out what that feeling is. It's like you're unpacking the computer code that was sent to you in a zip file, and as you're unpacking it, you're deciphering it until you put the puzzle pieces it sent you because it's how it travels, and then you go, oh, aha, Eureka, I understand what it is. So when you project on that level, or when you receive on that level, if you pay attention, it always comes into your chest center first. A lot of people are not aware of the chest center. You just kind of get a feeling, but it's always in the chest. It always starts off in this, this inner area. So when we do the, the push and you push somebody, you're pushing them right in the chest. Push them, okay? You push them right in the chest mentally. There is a, a feeling and understanding with pushing. If you push them on the shoulder, doesn't feel the same psychologically. If you were to push them in the stomach, not the same. If you push them on the leg, not the same. Even if you hit them in the head, not the same. But if you put them in the, the chest, it's almost like the complete package of that person is projected away. Does that make sense? So what that tells you is that there is a design all packed into their zip file. It's efficient. And you send that conveyance and that person receives it and it projects them back with you. It's like, it's like subconsciously they know it's from them. And, and most of the time people don't understand what, what that feeling is or what it is or what it's about. They don't need to. It's, they just instinctually subconsciously will start to react to that reaction. They'll withdraw from you or, or feel like they need to step away from you. They don't know why. It's just like, oh, I need a timeout. Yeah. Because you told them so in so many psychic words, you want them to take a time out. You want them away. Now, when you convey to a person love, empathy, whatever, I'll say to you, you want to see them in front of you. You want to see their face in front of you. You want to see their eyes, the, the structure of the face, detail. And empathetically, you want to feel again from where? You feel it already from your chest. And in a sense, you, you almost, it's like, it's like taking clay and you make something into life. You breathe life into it, but you don't breathe from your mouth. You breathe this essence. It's like pink aura energy moving from you. Just this, this beautiful pastel, soft electric kind of energy, very faint. And it's like, it's like mist from a mountain flowing on them, but it's pure love. It's pure, pure goodness, pure healing, pure whatever. And it's almost like you're feeding their soul. It's like nurturing a flower or, or something living or something that was, was ill, like a pet. And you're, you're bringing, you're making their cells to their body almost kind of come to life. Like it needs an energy source. It's a spiritual energy. 
Okay. So when, when you do that, they feel that in their chest, the person will be like, wow, I just, I don't know. I just feel something towards this person, or I don't know why. Now you can't expect someone to come running over and be like, oh my God, I was thinking about you all night. There's different processes in each scenario is different. If the person doesn't know you and you want them to recognize you in their head, they're like, why am I thinking about this person? Why are they answering in my head? And ask yourself, how many times have you randomly had similar thoughts go through your head? Where did they come from? Why? What spurred them? So they, they have different, if it's someone that, that is really connected to you, they might come back and say, you know, the other day I was thinking about you like 24 seven. Now, you might say about when, and they go, oh, it was like at, at 5 p.m. today, and you, you were actually sending it three hours later. Does that mean that it wasn't you? Time and space is a funny thing. This goes back to that test where, where they do the, the pictures, and you react, and you, you're trying to predict what it's going to be, and they find out it's the one in the future that follows after that you're actually reacting to when they count all your reactions and then just drop it by one. It's like, it's amazing. So you, you can't make the assumption that because you did it two hours after and they did it two hours before that it wasn't you, maybe it was just coincidence. No, time and space is a very interesting thing. Do not dismiss it, okay? So you have to remove those concerns out of your mind and a hit is a hit. If the person comes to you and say, come on, I was thinking about you all day. If they don't come to you and say that often or, or that they've never said it at all, you gotta ask yourself, you know, isn't that a little odd? Okay, now do it again with somebody else. See what the results are. Do it again. See what the results are. But here's the thing. It gets very tiring. It gets tiring doing this because it's like um, unless you build up a, a, uh, a, a, a like working out, you, 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 of course, don't do this day to day. So I don't recommend that you run out and do this every day. You might want to do it for a few days in a row, but like everything else, you'll take that, that knowledge and you'll put it aside for when you really need to use it one day. Okay. But you're more than welcome to put it into practice. Just remember it gets tiring. You don't want to burn yourself out. Putting your spiritual knowledge into practice makes all the difference on the path to becoming one with the universe. But there is a power when we gather and practice together, which is why Eric is teaching a live two hour class every month. You'll learn new techniques, practice and connect with the higher balance community and create a tuning fork effect that resonates and creates a ripple effect on you for the rest of the month. To access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash Eric Pepin live.